this week on the Bamcast. Nah, baby, that's how it ain't gonna be. One star, we're in prison. All right, we're to the Bamcast. Hey, Bamcast! Episode 569. Nice. That's nice. Nice. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. And what we do each and every uh, episode of the Bathcast is we go to watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Then we come in here and talk about it. And then good bad movie. Or then they get ratings. Sorry. Sorry, mm. I'm skipping ahead. The ratings part. They get uh, good bad movies. They get one to five jocks and robot jocks. Hooray! Hooray! Yes. Good movie. That's, Hooray. A, that's a normal sliding scale upwards. Yes. But then there's a negative sliding scale, which, you know, means it goes downwards. Sort of like a ski lift versus the skiing part. Do you understand? Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> But in this one, the fun is the opposite yeah. way. Yeah, but those are for the bad, bad movies. Yes. As that, uh, you know, stay away. They get a negative uh, one to five bags and giant bags, bags of trash. Yeah. Uh, boom. Throw them in the bin. Yeah. Throw them in the portalette. So, um, still smack dab in the, the happiest time of the year. Hell yes. Uh, Black Exploitation History Month is upon yeah. us. And uh, this week brings us 1973's The Slams. Yeah. Starting with one, Mr. Jim Brown, who has not yeah. graced the BHM section for a little while. A couple of years. Yeah. It's been a while, but he is uh, he kicked off our very first Blaxploitation History Month with Slaughter. Yeah. Slaughter! Still one of my favorite Blaxploitation movies we've ever watched. Yep. I think it's my... Yeah, it's my favorite. Might be my favorite. Yeah. yeah. It's that or Three the Hard Way. I mean, which I think yeah, he's both in both of them. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was also in Black Gun, Slaughter's Big Ripoff. Uh, and later on, he was also in uh, Original Gangsters and a bunch of other shit. Like, he keeps showing up, which is good because I like him whenever he's in a movie. Yes, that's a good distinction to make. <laughs> no, I mean, like, Jim Brown, like, he's just, there's. I'm just saying, nowadays, Jim Brown is, uh, he's been concussed. So I'm just going to go, <laughs> I'm going to blame it on that. Yeah. He's Herschel Walkered himself a little bit. Yeah, yeah you're not wrong. So, I mean, you know. Yeah, his his lady's played by Judy Pace, who's also a decorated alum yeah. from Cotton Comes to Harlem, and uh, she was also in shit. Where'd it go? That's, ah, a, that's did, a. Have we seen that one? Cool Breeze <laughs> and Cotton Comes to Harlem. Sorry, I, I was like, I. That actually sounds like a black exploitation issue. Oh like, shit! shit. It does. Where'd it go? <laughs> <laughs> the money. Oh shit! Where'd it go? Yeah, and then we had Paul Harris, who was Gator in Truck Turner. Oh yeah, Gator. <laughs> With that giant picture of himself on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Gator. Everybody loves Gator. Yeah. Uh, also, might as well mention, this is Jonathan Kaplan, who also directed Chuck Turner. And a lot of these people show up. A lot of the side characters in this also show up in Chuck Turner. Like the warden, or not the warden, the captain of the guard guy, who's kind of like... Yes. Kind of your main bad guy throughout. He shows up in Chuck Turner, as well as uh, Roland Bob Harris. Roland Bob Harris. Roland Bob it. Harris. Uh, Roland. <laughs> yeah. But it's oh, more okay. fun to say Roland, Roland. Bob Harris. Yeah, there's, there's a bunch of other people. Uh, Dick Miller shows up in this as well because he's Dick Miller, and I don't need to list the, the movies that Dick Miller has been in, but all of them. No, but please do. No, I'm, oh, I'm okay. sure. It's, I'm all sure. Right. Honestly, like even though he's never been a main character in any of them, between extra and this, he's probably shown up as many times as anybody we've covered. Perhaps. You know. Yeah. But but it's always like, hey, he was in it for one scene, and he did his Dick Miller thing. Also, did we mention Lurch is in this? Ah, uh, yeah, that's a good call. Lurch is in this. But the original Lurch from the original Adam's yeah. Family, yeah. Right. TV's Adam's Family. 
But this is a Jim Brown goes to prison movie. Yeah. If it hadn't come out when it had and it didn't star who it had, I would be on the fence about whether or not to call this a black exploitation movie just because it's not it doesn't follow the typical rules of mm-hmm. most of those movies. I mean, it's it's kind of just guy in prison movie with mm-hmm. with an agenda to get out. I mean, it's that's that's really it. I mean, it's it starts with a foiled I mean, he he is part of a of a of a crazy heist that we just see in the middle of. I mean, they're just enacting yeah. it as as the movie starts. Yeah, and the movie starts. We're like literally as they're showing up yeah. and it, to and start the heist. It's weird because they're doing this heist at like a small oil field somewhere, mm-hmm. and they've got a truck like uh, you know with the hose and stuff. And I'm like, this is this some kind of weird. I mean, I know there was like a gas crisis <laughs> oil in the seventies, yeah. but you yeah. know, like you know, like this is like a little too wild card bitches for me to like be stealing gas. But uh, yeah, but I mean, it's, it, it's not, they're just actually there to murder people who are doing a drug deal at this place. Mm-hmm. Um, they murder some folks outside and then they lock everybody in this trailer, I guess the foreman's trailer or whatever. And then cyanide, the whole trailer from the top from event, then walk in and there's a briefcase of money and a briefcase of, mo- of drugs. Yeah. It's and an Jim, interesting idea. Yeah. yeah, and Jim Brown tries to leave the drugs behind, and yeah. the other guy makes him bring them. And then they're just getting away, and it's... I don't know if it was, like, Jim Brown faking car trouble or actual car trouble, but they have car trouble, and he pulls over, and... I mean, they had a bit, bit uh, a brief discussion of, yeah. like, I don't mess with drugs. They're bad for my community, clearly. Obviously, mm-hmm. his other two partners are white, should be mentioned, I guess. Mm-hmm. Not that it's necessarily germane, but... But, yeah, he's just, he's just like, I, I no drugs. Like, the money's fine. I'll take my cut out of the money, y'all deal with the drugs i'm not part of it um mm-hmm. and then they have car trouble and one guy makes a signal to take out jim brown that's why i'm like not sure if I he's faking he, it he yeah. saw the writing on the wall sure because he had he had luckily for him he had concealed a shotgun in the bumper of the vehicle you don't have a shotgun in your bumper i drive a hyundai okay yeah, so make it reason. a gun day yeah <laughs> <laughs> but no, no i don't i don't own a shotgun unfortunately uh, or fortunately I'm well not, then whose shotgun did i find in your bumper the other day Jens probably. Okay, that makes seems sense. Seems like the other logical uh, solution. But anyway, but yes, he, he's he, got a gun. He gets. The, I mean, they try to get the drop on them. He gets the drop on them. Now he's. But he gets tagged on the leg uh, in the shootout. Yeah. Like one guy tries, tries to come at him with a little Luger, and the other guy's got an M16 for some mm-hmm. fucking reason. Uh, just like uh, to take it home from Nam, I guess. But yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, he gets tagged on the leg, so he's limping and bleeding, and basically makes it down to this abandoned pier tucks the money and the mm-hmm. uh, no he, he tosses the drugs in the ocean which probably just immediately uh, washed up on shore kind of negating yeah his he whole probably plan. should have opened the baggies before dumping them in the water yeah that too yeah but that way all those dolphins he was losing a lot of high yeah, yeah. but he was, that, he was losing a lot of blood at they're this all point. just gonna wash up on the beach now and everyone succumbs to peer pressure yeah but he but he hides the money in an abandoned carnival yeah basically. like like the ticket booth of a yeah. burnt out you know shitty coney island ripoff yeah. i think and then gets in back in the van and i guess is losing so much blood he's just speeding down the highway and almost hits a cop evades the cop but then crashes and yeah wakes rolls up, it yeah rolls and then he wakes up in the hospital i at first i was like his mom's actually there in this weird like she's never in the movie again never talked about ever again mm-hmm. but it's just like well, sorry, baby, you're going to jail as soon as you get better. You know, it was like this cool hand Luke stop moment or something. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I was like kind of expecting her to just like fade away like his mom's been dead. I mean, you know, in some yeah. other movie, it was just like it was an apparition and then the people walk in like you're yeah. under arrest or whatever. But I... Well, and I mean, let's let's get this out of the way first. Last week's movie was not a movie. It was barely a movie. Right. This is made by people who know how to make a movie. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's like a real movie. I'm not putting this down as like, you know, not being a movie or not 
possibly fitting in the, I, I'm mm-hmm. saying like through the, the it nit- just has different intentions the general tropes of black exploitation history movies aren't necessarily here this is just happens to be mm-hmm. this could have been like something they were like they dusted an old like guy in prison movie from 10 years ago that was just sitting on the spec shelf mm-hmm. and they're like Jim Brown's hot put him in it and yeah. it became a black exploitation history or black exploitation movie not, there's yeah. no history <laughs> it is history it now. is part of history yeah um, but yeah, I mean, generally these are like street level, you know, versus racism or corrupt forces, the man in general, you mm-hmm. know, that's kind of your, like your, your general yeah. exploitation yeah. style. Yeah. But it's, it's not doing anything deeper than what you're getting. Yeah. It is, I guess what you're trying to say with the mom doesn't fade away. It's not doing no, anything right. like original. It's just like, all right, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, well, here's a prison know. movie. Yeah. No. And then, yeah, pretty much, you know, this is like some gaps in time. We don't see his trial or anything. It's just mm-hmm. like he's in the hospital. Yeah, they're and just then, checking him in. And then we find out later they really don't get him on like the murders and the robbery and all that. They just get him on he had a weapon and he crashed a car. So yeah. one, one to five. For, yeah, one to five years. Yeah. Um. So his whole idea is like, if I just shut up and do my time, I've stashed money out. So I've stashed one point five million dollars mm-hmm. out that I don't have to share with anybody anymore. So if I just ride this out and don't make waves, yeah. I can just take that money. But somehow. Everyone knows about the money. Well, I mean, it, it, like everyone. Yeah. Well, they have crossed somebody clearly who was doing a one point five million dollar drug deal. Yeah, I mean, in the seventies, which is a big drug deal. Yeah, that is, that is. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I mean, clearly, when a house yeah. back then cost you know fifteen hundred dollars. Right. Yeah. So I'm saying like one point five million. He's clearly is a pissed lot. some people off, and they they're not just going to let that money go. So like mm-hmm. he's they somehow put this together, and you know they know it's him. But. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he's got people coming at him from that side, from like the, the, the mob side, which I still never really understand. Is it actually specifically the guy that's in prison or is it just like, he's, I think it's the guys he works with Okay, because they kept in the beginning, they refer to the syndicate Yeah, wants it back. And yeah, before, before he actually goes all the way to prison, he has like one visit. All right. Cause actually, no, he's, he's already been like arraigned and in, in the prison and oh, everything. Yeah. It's like, they just call him into the warden's office and they're like, Hey, we're the feds here. And if you just, we don't even really want you, uh, just tell us where the money and drugs are so we can make a case against the syndicate. And he's like, don't know what you're talking about, man. Later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it's just all these people are aware of it. They're going to try to get at him either for the vendetta or yeah. to, to make friends or. Yeah. Cause the syndicate has put a hit out on yeah. him. Yeah. So they want to get the money yeah. from that. But so, the, the mob guy in the jail clearly knows 1.5 million is better than whatever they paid to put a hit out on him. Right. Yeah. I mean, and that's what I'm saying. I don't know if this guy's like Paul Servino and Goodfellas in jail, you know, just like he's actually the boss and he's just writing out his time or if he's like lower down the chain. I mean, it's, it's never really, made I feel like it's, clear. it's a black exploitation movie. So it's always, there's the guy above the guy that you never see. Probably. Yeah. That, I and mean, it's actually turned out to be the president. Yeah. But th- that was my feeling about it was sure. it was like it's the guys from upstate who are calling the shots. And... Yeah. So you've got that guy who may or may not be the one who's got a vendetta on him. But then like the whole time, if he does have the vendetta or the, the, the hit out on him, um, then like it's real weird because like he spends his whole time basically trying to buddy up to him like, hey, you're smart. Like either either buddy up with him to figure out where the money is or just like he actually respects his his hustle or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. But he, he's never really coming at him like I'm gonna fucking kill you. Like that's never his. Well, I mean, they know approach, they least. kill him. They don't get the 1.5 million. He even tells him that. Like, yeah. Yeah. you mess with me, you don't get to know where that 1.5 mm-hmm. million is. Mm-hmm. I don't know where it is, but I have a few ideas. He says, like, like any prison movie. Well, almost any prison movie. Uh, unfortunately, it's you know you have your 
your race gangs in prison. I mean, yeah. you basically have the. I mean, they're not, they're never like called the Aryan Gang, and it's never really like built up on the whole like neo Nazi symbolism, except for one guy does have a swastika tattoo earring thing. I don't it's know. It's like a tattooed on his yeah. earlobe. It's like his alt right lobe or something. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't. It, and it's not really like Aryan Nation. Yeah, that's it's what I'm just saying. Like, it's just it's just, it's like, just hey, white this guys is the versus gang of the white guys. guys. Basically, yeah, that's and what I'm saying. It, it doesn't go like gang. full Oz. They don't even have a Mexican gang. They just have white guys, black guys, and yeah. guards. It's just mm-hmm. white guys and people of color are they're just all over there. Yeah. Except it's weird because like the, the Italian guy seems to predominantly hire the people of color. Like he, his one friend or his one bodyguard who they, Jim Brown keeps like saying things as though he's black. He looks Samoan. I mean, I don't know what this dude's origin is, but yeah, I'm just saying he's got a, he's got a big dude that like, it's yeah. it's just weird for it to be like a race based, like us versus them side in this prison. He hires a lot. He has a lot of diversity hires. Let's just say that. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> yeah. He's a forward thinking mob boss. Yeah. The, yeah. The mafia is big on DEI. Yeah, uh, the junior warden, the chief of the guard, it gets in on it. That's as we mentioned, the guy from Truck Turner. Mm-hmm. Um, the the main thing about him is like he's he's recently pr- been promoted to this position. It seems like he's mm-hmm. got some kind of underground game going with the Italian mob guy, where he allows him to do whatever in prison yeah. and get certain conceits, and this guy gets a payoff. Uh, and it seems like the warden just goes golfing every day or something. Like, he's never actually there. Like, yeah, yeah. the warden's there for the introductory scene when he's like, hey, you going to cut us a deal? And yeah. Jim, Jim Brown's like, I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know anything. And then he shows up at the end. <laughs> for one of the best. One of the best scenes, scenes yeah. of the movie. But it, it seems like they just had that guy for a day, and they just filmed those two scenes that day. Probably. But yeah. holy shit, that second scene. Yeah. So good. Mm-hmm. But, uh. But yeah, so so he's gone, and really, it becomes like this captain of the guard is kind of like, like for there was a while I was like, is he actually the warden? Yeah, because I kind of forgot about the warden. Yeah, you know, because I, he's I, he's so non-present. I thought for a second the way he was saying that, I was like, yeah, I, I guess he's the warden, but no, he's still wearing an officer's uniform. Wardens don't generally mm-hmm. wear you know correctional yeah. officer uniform, so whatever. Yeah, but, but not that the, I know. I haven't spent a lot of time in jail, but I've I've watched a lot of movies. Spent enough time in jail to know. Yeah, that's true. Once he's met with uh, the main mob guy, he's he's also been put in kind of like his uh, cellmate in his four-person cell is the guy who's running basically the black group in the jail. Right. Who's like, I need to recruit you. His name's Macy. And he's like, I need you to join me. I don't really understand their dynamic. Like, I, I, the whole movie, I don't really understand what they're association with other than being of the same color like i mean it seemed like mm-hmm. i never even knew if they knew each other outside of prison it, it was never completely clear and then i never really understood like why he did whatever favor he did at the end or for that guy like i don't i don't get that whole i mean there's there's several things i don't really understand about people's motivations and how mm-hmm. they were playing people because it's it's the plot is sometimes played a little almost a little too close to the vest where it's like there's a lot of scheming and you know, it's all not always made clear what's yeah. what their motivations mm-hmm. are it seems like he knows him from the from the outside yeah. because Jim Brown is just kind of familiar with him. But also, Jim Brown runs in criminal circles, so he's going to know you know know the criminals. Mm-hmm. I don't know, uh, you know, I don't have any insight for anything else. That one, at least, it just seems like he knows him because he immediately starts calling him by name. I mean, they're introduced by name, but yeah. he starts calling him by name pretty familiarly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's but, a, that's a pro tip for character naming. I mean, I don't think you can do it for every movie. It's got to be in the right kind of movies. But like, give your main character a really cool name that's unique and not necessarily just a name. Like this, it's like his character's name is Hook, and like that just right. sounds cool because yeah. like that's a thing and also a name, a last name. You know, it's just 
Yeah, give him a name like Truck. Yeah, exactly. These are fun. Mm. These are good names. Hook Truck. Yeah. But uh, but Hook meets with his girlfriend. And is just like, hey, I don't know where the money is, but I might need you to help me find a friend who might know where it is. And this is when uh, Gator from Truck Turner gets recruited, who's basically just a pimp running like a fucking harem. Sure. Yeah, when she I, goes I... to meet him, it's like. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's basically got the Playboy Grotto in his house. Like, yeah. he's just got a pool with, like, a stone wall behind it and naked ladies by it all the time. Yeah. Sometimes just having fun with them, each other. So, you know. Yeah. Nothing, you know. I would hang out there. Yeah. Anyway, she she goes to him, and their relationship as well is not really explained no. between him and him, Jim Brown. But he seems to be the only person, aside from his girlfriend, who even his girlfriend he doesn't trust that much. But he seems to be like, okay, we're doing this. And that guy's like, all right, cool, we're doing this. Even yeah. though he just comes off as super shady. And I don't know if that's just because of that character and, and him being basically yeah. a pimp. Or if it's meant to be a misdirection that, hey, maybe he is going to fuck him over. Well, I think it's the first scene where he's in the grotto. He gets kind of grabby with her, too. Yeah, I mean, lots of people get grabby with her. And, well, probably just two. But, I mean, mm-hmm. like... So, I mean, it's just like, you're immediately like, eh, I don't trust this guy, you know? <laughs> like, um, so, maybe th- maybe it's that, I don't know. Because what happens with the warden, not the warden, the uh, the captain, is he keeps going to her and being like, hey, I can help your boy out in the jail if, uh, you know, you just kind of help me get that money. And she's like, I don't know where the money is. He doesn't know where the money is. Why don't you get out of my house? And yep. he just, like, will not leave her alone. And then there's a there's a pretty heavy implication in one of the scenes later that yeah there's some unpleasantness with her and him and they never really touch back on that at all not even in the slightest because I mean it, you know even if our keyword didn't actually happen then I mean he was at least like full on punching her in the face and yeah. you know there yeah. should have been like some sort of retribution mm-hmm. I mean this guy gets it pretty good in the end yeah from here it's just a lot of cross double cross type stuff it's, <laughs> that happens there, there are a lot of your standard prison tropes of like oh we're going in the yard and there's going to be a tempt on somebody and mm-hmm. he dodges and gets somebody else stabbed and everybody sits around and goes, i don't know what's going on mm-hmm. you know like and then the, you know there's a shower scene where the the evil warden goes and locks him actually no that was the other evil guy like you know basically lets uh lurch and all of the the racist dudes into the shower mm-hmm. yeah i think they're trying to establish like they're trying to establish this whole gang war in prison, but we don't really care about that. Really, I think no. that's that's the movie's problem is it focuses a lot on that. And it's like, I don't care if either of these wins. I, I care about Jim Brown and the money. Yeah. And Jim Brown is like not present for any of those scenes. And it's just like, all right, they're going to fight. And this kind of, you know, it's it's really established that Lurch is going to be like the big heavy throughout the movie. Because, I mean, the the scene where he's introduced, he pours molten lead on a dude's face to kill him for crossing yeah he does the, the mob targaryen boss. thing or whatever that yeah <laughs> i don't, yeah, that, I don't remember that dude's name. not so golden crown yeah viserys but uh but he they they straight up pour the molten lead on this guy's face and murder him and then the guards just like the fuck did you do as i think we were all rightly thinking in the room why why do prisoners have smelting capabilities of molten lead yeah <laughs> like, yeah so they they're running an entire print shop in this prison and they've got the linotype machine or hot type machine yeah i mean you, uh, could, you could easily throw someone's arm in there and get it ripped off no problem i mean that's yeah. a dangerous machine in and of itself and they've got those printing presses i i forget what they're called it has a little ink roller that rolls onto mm. a platen like all sorts of dangerous and injurious machinery and tools 
and industrial washers and dryers and acids and bleaches. Like, yeah, and like the big these uh, people are having a gang war. Yeah, in and, your prison, and, and you, like the big clothing press. That's yeah. like, yeah, you could yeah. roast a man in that thing. You could. I'm surprised they didn't. They mm. didn't, did they? No, 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 no yeah. one ever got thrown on. The no, it comes board. close. Yeah. It comes close because eventually there's a point where he he finally ends up fighting Lurch, who the guy's name's Glover, which is another good, yeah. good heavy name. But uh, they they end up fighting, and the guards break it up before Lurch can press the button that's gonna push the thing down on Jim Brown's face. Hmm. But he has thrown bleach in his eyes. Yeah. Yes. Which seems like it would be a much rougher. He's, su- he's such a basic bitch. But Jim Brown just shrugs it off because he's Jim Brown. But when he's waiting to meet with the warden after this fight, well, not the warden again, it's the captain. I keep saying that. But he sees a news broadcast that says, hey, this old carnival, uh, this old shitty Coney Island, they're going to tear it down and put in something new. Yeah. And they actually do the dramatic zoom on the par- on the place exactly where he's hidden the money. So I now, because I mean, it's an evil clown mouth, you know, ticket yeah. stand or whatever. But now he can't, you know, he can't wait his one to five years. Right. He's got to get out now. So this is when he decides to meet with the Italian mafia guy and say, hey, let's make it. Let's cut a deal here. Yeah. Basically, get me like, out. Yeah. I, I, I'm clearly not going to tell you where it is. You know, you're going to get me out and I will take it to you. And we what do you say? He wants a he third? wants a third. Yeah. He tells him, I just want a third. Half half a mil is enough. There's so many. There's so many like people with offers and counter offers. It's kind of hard to keep. Yeah. Straight. Yeah, because I I can't remember when, but at some point the captain comes in and offers the mafia guy. He's like, I want ten percent. We'll get this, and I'll get ten percent. And the mafia guy's like, How about you fuck off? Yeah, because this guy's already working for him. His job is already like get the information from mm-hmm. Jim Brown, even you know, short of killing him. And then he's basically like, Yeah, I'll do that. But I want more. You know, mm-hmm. he's kind of shaking, trying to shake down the mob guy. And clearly, yeah, and the mob guy is not having any. I, I don't know if you're clear, but I mean, if you've ever seen a movie, I don't think mob guys. That's you know, you don't generally like. Don't teach a teacher. You know, yeah. don't try to shake down a mob guy. It's just basic one on one. You know, yeah. Don't ever try to. You know, don't mm-hmm. do the teeth for a dentist. You know, mm-hmm. don't paint a painter's house. Don't tug on Superman's cape. Yeah, don't no. spit in the wind. Don't uh, pull the mask on the old Lone Ranger. And you definitely don't mess around with Jim Brown. Do 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 do. Brought it all back. Now he's got a ticking clock, and the mafia guy has said, all right, here's what can happen. You'll need a hook. You'll need 30 feet of rope. This is when it needs to happen, is when they're doing the count, and they're and they're changing guard shifts simultaneously. That's how it's got to go down. Yeah, he gives them, like, the basic beat of the plan. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you need a grappling hook, rope, and then this is the time frame you can do it. And then he also gives them the idea of, like, don't actually go over the wall. Just make them think you went over the wall. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't really give him any more than that. And then Jim Brown goes to the other guy. Uh, Gator? Uh, Gator, yes. We're just going to call him Gator. <laughs> sure, fine. Um, goes to him and, and gives the him The name's Jackson Barney in this movie. But I prefer Gator. Sure. Yeah, and then they come up with like a whole... I Not on screen. <laughs> they they mm-hmm. concocted this plan off screen, and then we just mm-hmm. kind of see it sort of happening. He dresses up as a, you know, they have some sort of construction going on that has to, you know, the workers have to get checked mm-hmm. in and out every day at the prison. Um, and then he rolls up with a porta potty. Yeah, this uh, gator rolls yeah, up with yeah. all this. And then puts it sort of like in a very specific spot in the yard. And it's mm-hmm. like, uh, I guess what he's done is he has dug a hole under the porta potty with a false floor. So that Jim Brown's going to escape out, basically hide under the porta potty, so that even if they open and check it, he's under it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's not inside the tank right. or anything. Yeah, he's, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He's hiding underneath the. Right. It's not. Sha- it's not full Shawshank yet. Yeah, right. he's not going to get shit upon. Yeah, because <laughs> this is Jim Brown we're talking about. Jim Brown don't take no shit. The shit would fall near him and then run away. 
yeah. out of fear that Jim Brown is going to smash it. So this is the plan. As we learn when it unfolds later, all we know is he's he's going to get help from Gator. He's going to go out at some point. And what he does also is when he confirms that it's Gator that's dropped off the portalette, he takes his ID, yanks it off, and tosses it into the into the dirt, mm-hmm. kind of buries it. And we never see Gator take it. So for a while, I was like, all right, what's up with the ID? And I thought I saw him with an ID. That, now, this might be a goof. It yeah. might be a fucking goof. I was thinking the same thing. I saw him with an ID. Yes. So I Later don't know. On, he has one. I don't know if he stole one well, or... They made a big deal. I... Again, not having been to prison, definitely never been to prison in the 70s because I would have been very young. Um, but they had hospital bands, mm-hmm. your, your concert bands on, yeah. on. And that was the thing. They were like, if you lose this, you spend a night in the box, you know, yeah. you know, all that. I guess you could lose your ID. You just can't lose your wristband thing. I don't know. But after he put it in the dirt, I distinctly saw it around his oh, neck. Later. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Probably a goof. Yeah. Probably a goof. Fucking goofs. Footage from other areas. Yeah, but this is, uh, we find out later that Cater did take it, and this is where we get our scene with Dick Miller. He mm-hmm. basically is driving a cab. Cater takes him at gunpoint, don't turn around, borrows some matches, singes the ID, leaves it in the back of the... Yeah, burns off the, the yeah. picture. Yeah. You know, the mugshot. Right. And then basically, like, just has him drop him off somewhere, and he's like, get out of here, it's your lucky day, I'm not paying the bill. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm not robbing you, just get out of here. And leaves that behind as evidence, so... Mm-hmm. Basically yeah. just like, you know, leaving a breadcrumb trail that he's outside the prison. I, I just love Dick Miller in this scene because he's like, the other day I had a, a colored guy. Or I mean, a black guy. I mean, a, 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 a an African-American in the car. Yeah. And, he, and Gator's just like, shut up. Yeah. Just shut up. He's trying so hard. I know. He, he really was trying to. I think he even says, I don't even know what to say anymore. <laughs> Something like that. Yep. But he brings good Dick Miller energy to that scene. And mm-hmm. the same when he calls the cops because he's like, he was pointing a gun at my ear. That's not nice. <laughs> So, yes, uh, Jim Brown has set this up, and he hides under the porta potty Portalette? What's the right word? Is there an official name for those things? Portalette. Like, shitter. I could never remember if Portalette was a, was a brand name. Brand name. Yeah. I think porta potty is probably general, also probably. a brand name. But these are yeah. like cement ones. Yeah. Porta John are they, are they, is also a brand name. Okay. Yeah, they're not like modern day ones. These are like... It's a big it looks wooden like structure, cement right? and wood. Looks a little more substantial than what... Uh, what yeah, we while we're on the subject of what gets potties, blown I, over in my neighborhood when the wind blows more than twenty miles an hour, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to uh, whatever. I'm not. I'm just throwing this out there in case anyone's listening and they don't know this. Next time you're watching a movie and you see the credit roll by, this is Honey Wagon Driver. Yeah, <laughs> that's the person that empties the shitters. Yep, uh, it's a very stupid name for a terrible job. Um, it is. Anyway, anyway, so he's hidden under the shitter, under the shitter, mm-hmm. and. The guards, they do the count. They go, it's one short. Uh, where in that? Which which cell block? And they're like, ah, those guys are a bunch of fuck-ups. And then they realize, wait a minute. That's Jim Brown's, isn't it? And the guys are, are the two guards, just the faces they both give when they realize that it's Jim Brown who's gone. They're like, fuck. And they just start hitting guys, <laughs> like just running around hitting guys with the bat, going, which one of you is Jim Brown? Where's Jim Brown? Who knows where he is? They just, they're freaking out. They go through the whole rigmarole of all the sirens, everything. And, you know, you're kind of waiting for Jim Brown to do something, Mm -hmm. but you realize, nope, he's just going to camp out in there. And I mean, that's when we start to see Gator doing the stuff with with the taxi and all that, because he's got a prison uniform on. So he's basically set that whole thing up for him. Yeah. And there there is a, there is a musical, musical cue that I don't know. I don't know when cinema scoring changed, but like, mm-hmm. man, does it, it does it hit the? If you've seen modern movies, you think Jim Brown is about to get found out yeah. as soon as he exits the underground, like the 
the pipes area mm-hmm. of this of the prison because yeah. it's like the it swells and then like he is not really looking where he's going and is doing like the you know the army crawl mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah you're just like you're expecting to see the boots of the guy right there and it's just like because yeah. but no he just he just rolls and basically like combat rolls under the yeah. porta potty and stays there yeah i realized we had a pretty big 24 hours for him in this because earlier in that day a lurch gets taken out because the captain has conspired with uh macy's crew and i guess is basically just sick of the italian mob or whatever because he they straight up just dr- kill lurch like like yeah. the the Lurch is, Lurch, is, Lurch is working in the laundry room, and basically to you know make him make it known of like how much he's going to fuck him over. He basically rolls on his his smuggling drugs out of the laundry room operation, yeah. and in that when they come in, Lurch puts a bit of a fight, gets shit beat out of him, and then they take him to the the hospital. Yeah, but the it's infirmary. Macy and yeah. his guy who are running the infirmary. Yeah, they're like and whatever. They, just call the hospital when you're done with them. <laughs> yeah, and they straight up swirly drown him, and so he's dead. And it's really weird because it's like they've kind of set this guy up as a big like. Oh, this is going to be, you know, one of those guys he's got to take out at the end. And nope, he just goes out like a chump, mm-hmm. death by swirly. Yeah. Well, and then, like I said, I also don't understand somewhere along the way here, it has also happened that this is, well, actually, it's before he's escaped because Jim Brown is there to witness it. Yeah. He, his, this is right before yeah, he, he, his he is, escape. He has facilitated, like, so basically, like, I don't know who he's trying to con, and I don't know what anybody's angle that everyone is okay with this, but mm-hmm. basically. He gets what's what's the other the black mafia guys Macy Macy okay he gets Macy in a room alone with the Italian mafia guy while the captain guy and like two other black guards watch mm-hmm. and they're like have at him and it's just like an old hospital storage room so there's just bedpans and shit yeah. in there and then, yeah they're just throwing you know banisters and things at each other and I, I kind of like this fight I mean I know it's like an older guy but he's just grabbing anything he can use kind of as a shield but. Macy murders him. Yeah, he and hits like, his head up against the wall a bunch of times and then just strangles him on the floor. Yeah, and it's like, well, shit. Yeah, this guy's I, dead now, too. Yeah. So I don't, like I said, I, I do not understand how he made anyone okay with this. Like, other than they've... Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. And how it advances anything. Because now he's That's, like, well, all it does really is he goes, okay, now you got to deal with me. What are you going to do, Jim Brown? I just want that money. So, yeah, I don't, I don't really get it, but it, it happens. Yeah, so that happens. And then that's that's the night where he breaks out. So he's he's not, he has broken out, but not broken out. But Dick Miller's called the police, said, "Hey, this guy Hook, he, he took me on a joyride for no reason. You got to get you got to get these criminals under control." Cut to the next morning, where we're reintroduced to the warden. Yeah. No, and, so, so the captain is basically like, <laughs> "We don't need to alert yeah. LAPD or whatever city they're in. We don't mm-hmm. need to let the outside authorities." He hasn't left the he's, prison. He's convinced. He's like, he, "There's no way he could have left the prison." Not yeah. In the time he's for smart. Him. He's like, he's still here. Yeah. I know he's still here. I just don't know where he is, but I know he's still here. The problem with that is the next morning, LAPD has called the warden and said, hey, you got a guy who broke out. Yeah, why didn't you let us know? Name of Hook, why didn't you let us know about this? And the warden proceeds to Ensign out. Yeah, I don't know if that's... In a way. It's almost like the quintessential chief freaking out thing that yeah. we've always wanted for movies you know yeah, that the chief just, chief just losing his shit just, and dressing yeah, down the just guy like keep going up an octave like every or not an octave but you know decibels levels yeah. every every line or it's just like by the end he's just like god damn it get the fuck out of my yeah. <laughs> he's so fucking pissed at the captain and he just keeps getting more pissed and every time the captain tries to say he's like he's still in here and he's like i don't give a fuck yeah, that's the thing is like he is he is so angry, but he's not losing his shit. I mean, yeah. he's, he's just 
he's getting animated, but yeah, it's like it is. What he's saying is determined and not yeah. just like I can't make words. Ah. No, at the very end, <laughs> yeah. he's just like get the fuck out of yeah, my yeah. office. Yeah, but still, it's not just like you know when you get so angry, you're just like Aah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 so good. It's so good. So they go. Apparently, everyone goes through their normal day at that point because we don't really get back to Jim Brown until it's dark again. And they're doing the count, and they're everything's normal. And the captain's just like, "God damn it, he's somewhere here." Because they've swept the entire. Well, literally, he comes area. out of his dressing down thing, and it's just like, "Motherfucker!" Like the guy's like, "You go get out of my office." And I, it seems like he's maybe firing him or on his way to yeah. firing him. So he's just like, he's on a mission now. Like he is still in the prison, and I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna prove it. Yeah, and he makes them sweep the yard yeah. completely. Like he makes guys get in the dumpster and check it out, but nobody looks underneath the uh, the portalette. Right. It's basically the one of them takes a piss in it. And he's like, nope, everything's good, man. And so they're like, all right. But but the warden still knows. Or, or I'm sorry, the captain yeah. still knows. So we get to the evening and the captain gets smart and decides to go through the routine. He's like, all right, and where would he have gone? How would he have gotten out there? So he ends up going through the same boiler room and, you know, and running up the, the path and then going through the, and he, he gets out and he spots the portalette and he's like, he's got to be in there. Yeah. It's got to be what it is. But he hides behind the, there's a cement mixing truck yep. there too. But yep. yeah, he hides behind the truck with a sledgehammer. And then that's when we kind of get a little bit of our ticking bomb, ticking bomb because Jim Brown finally comes out and he's got his grappling hook. And again, like, I don't know, maybe, I don't even think this is like a modern cinema. This is just like, that's, it's a bad shot because they give you a POV shot from like guy on top of the truck that would yeah. be out of view of Jim Brown. And you're like, mm -hmm. oh, clearly he's up there. He's not. He's just around the side of the truck. Mm -hmm. and, but it's like, I don't know if that was done intentionally. I just think it's not yeah. understanding that your your brain is going to go. That's him. I I felt like it was just waiting. You you keep waiting on the right side of the frame for the guy to pop out and yeah. tag him. But the thing is, they cut to a different shot before they do that. Yeah, you know they're well, on I ground level. I think it level. actually reverses. Like it, yeah, it, it, it's, it doesn't. The it's a bad transition. But they they fight. He almost he Jim Brown's able to uh, deflect the sledgehammer and then beats the shit out of this guy. And smartly it realizes, hey, I can take his uh, where's Pat uniform and switch that because this uniform is ill fitting on this guy, mm -hmm. especially when he's running around at the end. It's very SNL Pat. Yeah. Except if it was like a, a prison uniform. It's very tight polyester. It, yeah, like, it, it looks, looks exactly so, like you think it, on a husky man. It is like man. the least flattering thing you can put on a husky guy like that. Right. I mean, it's like he so, looks it, it's like terrible. Samantha Mathis and Broken Arrow, but not with nice feminine curves behind yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. But, however, it fits Jim Brown because he swaps the clothing out. Because at first I'm like, what the fuck is he wasting time with this? Just toss the hook up, get the fuck out of there. Because you have strangled this man to death just seconds before and you can just leave him there. But Jim Brown is smart. Yeah. And he unsnaps his hospital bracelet and snaps it on the captain. I would like wrist. to know someone that can do that. <laughs> Jim Brown. Jim Brown. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Sorry. Right. He's, he's got bad. powers. But yeah, he, he gets those on. And then he hoists him all the way up. Hoists. Hoists him up to the top of the cement truck and tosses him in the chute, which the way this happens should not happen the way it does. Correct. In the end. But... Anyway, still he, cool. Rule of cool. He tosses him up there and then gets the hook over, gets over. The van's there to pick him up. Get the fuck out. Cut to next morning. Is it the warden taking the bite? It's the warden taking a... The warden is doing an interview with yeah. the news. 
being like, oh, well, that you know, we take the safety of the prisoners very seriously, and we're going to have a, this is going to be a new like, cafeteria for them. Like, why would you walk? Why would you walk the news over to actively being poured concrete? Why would the workers allow anyone to get that close to actively being poured concrete? You know, like yeah, why would that? that why would that, that dangerous? It's a. I mean, can't it's, that should burn you if you? Uh, nah, it's not that dangerous. I mean, it's it's smelly. It splatters. I'm just saying, like you yeah. know, you wouldn't get close to that and it's not like mm. that's part of the tour of the facility is like yeah well he's showing them progress in action oh yeah right anyway yeah. it it makes for a cool scene but anyway why. uh what starts coming down are parts of the uh <laughs> parts of the captain because we see a leg come down first and then we see the wrist and uh the warden picks up the the hand <laughs> and looks at the wrist and goes well i guess he didn't get out anyway he's like the captain was right i mean Look, I get it. Nobody's going to believe this for longer than 30 minutes. No, I mean, because, like, this guy is now missing, and when he doesn't show back up, I mean, questions are going to be asked about that. I mean, it's not not a foolproof, like, you know, it'd be, you know, a better put-together, like... It gave him enough lead time. I mean, this isn't like a magical Ocean's Eleven ending where it's like, oh, that totally made sense. I didn't didn't even think of all that. (laughs) You know, this is just like, no. Well, if you think about that for two seconds, it falls apart, Mm -hmm. yeah. Hey, it it doesn't fall apart long enough for him to get basically a James Bond ending where he's in France and uh, on a on a boat just living the life. Yeah, with his lady friend and uh, a French lady asked him about be, America being the land of opportunity and well she she says uh, I, I thought the land of opportunity was only for the white men or something like that. Yeah. He's like and he's like yeah we just let him keep thinking that uh, mm-hmm. while we steal all of their shit. Cool. Credits. But yeah, I mean, seven hundred fifty grand back then—that would get him pretty far because he was splitting it fifty-fifty with Gator. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, was he? Was it fifty-fifty? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. For some reason, he, he agreed to fifty-fifty with Gator. But but that—that's how it ends. He he gets out. Scott free. Hooray! Yeah. Hooray! De- definitely not a uh, uh, a Hammer movie where uh, he would be, you know, something would have gone wrong and he would have died. Because Fred the Hammer seemed to be a fan of dark endings like that. But this is Jim Brown, who's like, no, Jim Brown's going to win. You know Jim Brown's going to win. You just don't know how Jim Brown's going to win. I like how he wins in this. It's fine. Yeah. The only thing is, like, that ending with the captain, he would have been found out pretty quick. I, the, the idea is good. Yeah. It it gives them time, like, while they're all shocked and wondering what's happening and trying to figure out how to cover this up from the media, mm-hmm. they're not going to notice the captain is missing for a couple days, and then they might assume that he got murdered or he ran away with the money. Yeah, he I mean, ran they, away because he, I mean, they had dental records at, in the seventies. So, I mean, but would they have bothered? I don't would know. Would they have had, would they have dug it his out of dental the records? Probably. I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying we didn't do DNA sure. testing then, but I mean, we've been doing dental record type things for a while. So. Yeah. But it's going to give him enough lead time to go get that case to and, get to France. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially because it's, it's, it's a great diversion. It's just yeah. not a long-term solution. Yeah. That's why he's in France. Yeah. He's got again, the money, and he's not giving it back. I, I mean, right. again, just in the long-term plan things, I, I'm pretty sure we can e- extract people from France. Like, you might want to go to, like, Extra Peru. I, yeah. Maybe it's French Guiana, not France. Oh. It's Possibly? I, I, think, I, just, I think it I would still be yeah. under just, France's rules. But. I'm just goofing. You go to Australia. Just kangaroo jacket. Do not try to do that to a kangaroo. Yeah. You will get your ass whipped. But either way, he made it. He did. Yes, he it's did. It's a happy ending. Mm-hmm. Jim Brown wins again. As he should. Jim Brown's kind of like the original superhero. <laughs> you know? I mean, I don't know about original, but yeah. sure. I mean, I mean, he's not the first superhero, for I sure. Mean, Gilgamesh, but... maybe, but like, nah. all right. <laughs> Jim Brown existed before Gilgamesh. 
<laughs> I don't know why you would even suggest otherwise. I, I apologize. He's an original superhero type. Okay. But yes. And but, a force but, of nature. But but that's the thing in every Jim Brown movie, it's like he's basically treated like a superhero. Where it's like guys will come at him, they might get a few get the drop on him a couple times, but he's gonna beat the shit out of him by the end. Yes. And they're gonna die and he's gonna live because he's Jim Brown. Yeah. The way it should be. Mm-hmm. I apologize, I will not bring Mesopotamian knowledge into <laughs> arguments about Jim Brown ever again. <laughs> uh, Jim Brown would not appreciate that. So, uh now it comes time for the ratings. Yeah. Four jocks. I really like this. I, I mean, this is just a solid movie. I, I love Jim Brown whenever he shows up. Um, and I'm not just saying that because I'm afraid of Jim Brown. I, I just, I really love his persona. I mean, he's playing Jim Brown in every movie, but that's fine for me because I like Jim Brown. But I, in I mean, movies. but yeah, but there's so much anticlimactic, you know, like the way basically the white gang is just disintegrated is very anticlimactic because Jim Brown has no part in any of it. It just kind of like, happens around him and that's the stuff that's kind of like uh i mean i don't really care it's it's funny like i mean again i'm not trying to harp on this but this movie at times is almost like an anti-blaxploitation movie because Mm -hmm. there's there's one scene in particular where jim brown i think it's one of there's like two or three times where he has almost friendly sit downs with the italian mob guy and and i don't think we're limited like he's he's got this like he's got an armchair and like a dining room table and he's always painting something in the corner like yeah a sailboat or the last supper or mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm just saying like, he's, yeah, he's, he's got, living the life. Yeah. In, he's in got the this joint. And, and he's always got like, uh, um, wine and shit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, he's got wine in the little, the little basket bottom. Yeah. Thing. Um, yeah. Fucking Chianti. Yeah. Chianti. I was like, yeah. God damn it. What's the fucking Hannibal Lecter fava beans thing. I could not mm-hmm. finish the quote in my head. No. He also has champagne at one point. So. I think that was just Pruno. Yeah. Actually. <laughs> well, he did make the one guy sit on a toilet, which yeah. I guess just becomes another seat when you're in prison. But, mm-hmm. um, I was getting the rest of my point is like one of the, one of his sit downs. He's basically like, man, what is this even about? Like white, black, like why do we care? We're just we're just each out after our own things. Or I mean, he's basically just gives us like racism is fucking stupid speech to like yeah. this guy. It's like our our crime business is our crime business, not because of the color of our skin. And it's like I don't know. It's, I'm just saying there's a lot of things like this. Like it's like race is like happening in the background, but it's mm-hmm. like Jim Brown's characters above it doesn't really factor into it. It's just like he has his own agenda is like it is a he has a finish line of like i want that money (laughs) give me the paper and i don't care about anything else yeah he's existed since pre-gilgamesh times he's above all this all this petty shit yeah but it's it's four jocks it can't quite get to five like if he had had a better like final confrontation with lurch and if he had gone you know like if the mob boss thing had played out differently because it just it as it is it doesn't make sense but otherwise i mean it's it's a great movie I liked it a lot. Yeah, I liked it a lot, too. Uh, maybe not quite as much, so I'm going to give it a three. Mm-hmm. I really like the warden trying to earn an ensign award, but just being... But it's just righteous fury. It's not yeah. complete bald panic. Yeah, he's justified in being as pissed off as he yeah. is. I, I like Jim Brown being Jim Brown in movies. I think it's mm-hmm. I think it's great. Altogether, it's it's fine. It's not the it's not the best, but it, it gets the damn job done. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I would like to see more revenge against racist whiteies, but you know, we we yeah. get enough, I think. But that's just what I want out of a black exploitation movie. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just thinking about like, was it wasn't it Rip Torn who gets thrown, or no, it's just some random dude that's thrown in that the world's angriest fountain in slaughter. Remember, there's that fountain that is just like uh, yeah. like a wave pool <laughs> for yeah. some reason, just, uh, like things like that. It's uh, yeah, I like I like touches like that. I like to see mm-hmm. racists get tossed out of windows and stuff. 
Um, but yeah, same. I think Three Jocks for me. It's it's a solid enough movie. I just like there's nothing like completely blew my socks off. It's just it's solid all around. I mean, if you need the warnings, I mean, I don't, this seems silly, but you know, modern days, modern day times. Uh, clearly, there's some language from the seventies. They say the N slur. They say that and a few times. Slur. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm just for, saying for homosexuals. Because I mean, it's a prison movie, so that gets tossed around. Yeah, that that is a. It's for the time. It's not the worst. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like it's it's like the gay character actually gets treated fine. Yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah. I, I at I, least by Jim Brown. Yeah, Jim Brown basically is just like, nah, get away. Yeah, but like I'm, I'm just, just leave me out of this. Like the gay it, panic it, is actually pretty tame for a '70s movie. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like when yes. you're presented with an openly gay character, is basically like, I like your ass and I want to fuck it, and he's just like, no, thank you. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm not just like. Get, I mean, he, he, yeah, might, I mean, he, he might have had a slight bit more comeback uh, the first time, but then it was just like, dude, no, like, <laughs> not yeah. interested. Yeah, look, I'm Jim Brown. You're not getting my brown. What was your rating? Three. Three? Three That's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, we haven't we haven't run out of black exploitation movies. Not yet. <laughs> I do have, I, I did discover last week, I think it was when I was editing or something like that, or when I was thinking about editing. A website called the uh, Department of Afro-American Research, Arts, and Culture. So it's Dara Archive, D-A-A-R-A-A-R-C-H-I-V-E dot org, which has just a ton of bits and bobs and information about black exploitation movies. Like they have a whole section dedicated to the black exploitation history and like what constitutes black exploitation history. Uh, like their their films by era are like uncategorized vintage black Hollywood race film era civil rights era black exploitation and modern so it looks like they do a lot so it's as I read through it I'm pretty interested in what they've got going on at the Dara archive I just thought I'd throw that little mm-hmm. tidbit out there if people want to do some more research cool do we have any emails Mackie you're looking at no. your telephone like we have email no I was checking and we don't well that means I just get to tell you how to send us emails and that's bmf at bmfcast.com or if you want to leave us a message on the Garfield phone if you want to talk to our voice answering system 9105 jocks bmf or 9105569263 tell us about a black exploitation movie that you love or or something else <laughs> I don't care yeah. uh, just talk to us we're lonely and uh, speaking of lonely I, I guess. Uh, really bad segue there, but go to our website, which is bmfcast.com. If you're yeah, like hundreds of local signal singles are waiting to meet you at bmfcast.com. Yes. <laughs> uh, hot milfs in your area. Yeah. If your money is lonely, you can partner it up with the money of other like-minded money at patreon.com slash bmfcast and uh, help us pay the bills here. You know, we got shit to pay for like SD cards and lights and trucks, trucks, both Turner and internet and tax seasons coming up and we have to pay for that shit too. Give us money. Please. Or else we'll send Jim Brown after you. I'm sending my money right now. Uh, I think we need to get out yes. of here. <laughs> Fine. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. And this is Bamfcast Out. See you jive turkeys next week.